Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We are a weekly podcast here at KTBS that covers what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. And we especially like to highlight the many good things that you don't always hear about. My co-host for the podcast is the one and only Dr. <laughs> Philip Roseman, a very well-known cardiologist here in Northwest Louisiana, but also a real leader in education reform and improvement across the state of Louisiana. He's the founder of the Alliance for Education, co-founder of the SBBA, and he received the Distinguished Friend of Education Award from the Louisiana Department of Education. And that was for all his good work. And I, I can't read all your accolades because we have a guest, right, Dr. Rosman? Right, we got it. Yeah. We got to talk about uh, your guest things. and all of the wonderful things yeah. that she's doing at her school. I agree. Uh, uh, John, thanks for the uh, introduction. And uh, we have a real treat today. Uh, uh, Ms. Mason Hollins is the second year principal at Judson. She's going to talk a little bit about that. It is a magnet school uh, in elementary and I think middle. Is that correct? Elementary? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, and uh, she's been serving Cattle Parish Schools for 18 or so years. Uh, she's had a lot of jobs. She's gone from jobs in uh, s schools that are uh, low-performing schools to those that are the highest-performing schools in the state. So she can take us through both uh, in her experience mm -hmm. in that. She has experience as a technology expert, I think, in, in teaching teachers how to use technology in a manner which is good. Um, and um, I like your favorite quote. You gave me your favorite quote, so I'll give it to the, to the rest of the folks. Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. So uh, that's from Susan Taylor, a journalist. And we appreciate, love having you today. Uh, and let's just start by let's starting at Judson and, and telling us a little bit about the history, about the uh, role of Judson, how long it's been around, how long it's been a magnet school, all those kind of things to where set the stage. Where it is. <laughs> yeah, where it is. Great. Greetings to you both, and thank you so much for having me today. Judson Magnet School is an amazing K-5 through school that's actually located on Judson Street. We are in the middle of Queensboro neighborhood and we are nestled and tucked away right in between um, a family friendly church, New Elizabeth Church, and a local daycare center. We are right off of Juella and if you get to Lakeshore, you've passed us. You've <laughs> gone too far. Judson has a rich long history of bringing forth amazing people uh, from the Shreveport area. It started out because Queensboro Elementary was packed, overcrowded, and the community needed an additional school. So they decided that they would look for attractive land and they purchased currently where Judson is located. At the time, the largest grades at Queensboro were second and third grade. So when Judson first opened, it was for second and third graders only. Children would be bused from Queensboro to Judson they would stay there and learn their lesson. Then they would be bused back to Queensboro to have lunch and come back to finish their day to go back to Queensboro at the <laughs> end. Lots, lots of transition. However, from that, the school grew and now we serve kindergarten through fifth grade. Within that time, we also became a magnet school. Here in Caddo Parish, parents have a choice of where their children can attend school based upon a test score. And once you sign your children up for this testing and they pass, then whatever school is available that you choose first 
then you are able to come. And that is where we presently stand with Judson today. Uh, it's a, you know, I, uh, in talking about Judson in its role as a, a school of choice, you know, uh, you, they don't have a group of people that are designed to go to Judson anymore. I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a school of choice. It's a magnet school. You know, I know several people that are, quote, graduates of Judson uh, Elementary School. They're leaders in our community. And I think Judson has been one of those places that not everybody knows a lot about that has done great work in terms of, of, the, uh, of promoting the leadership in our community. Talk a little bit about uh, about Judson as a magnet school and, and what what its role is as a magnet school. That's a great, great point. Magnet schools offer students additional um, coursework and opportunities that they may not have an uh, experience to get at their neighborhood school. For instance, we are rooted in academic excellence, so we offer classes that push you further with the same curriculum materials as their neighborhood schools. But we also offer things like STEM, book clubs, cheerleading, additional things that normally students don't have access to until they get to middle school. All of the experiences throughout the six years that students are there lead up to them being able to go to a magnet middle school of their choice, but also lots of academic support and the ability to go into other academic programs such as the Duke TIP program or the Get Set program over at LSUS. So we set them up with an incredible foundation so that they have choices of where they want to go in the future. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been, I visited Judson a couple of times, you know, through the last few years. And one time I'm there and there's a, a person that's on the city council reading books to the kids at yes. school. I mean, it, there appears to be, you know, a significant amount of community involvement or parental involvement, whichever. Um, and Justin, can you talk about that and how you promoted that and how that works at a, at a magnet school? Yes. We, I reach out to community partners, but believe it or not, people love Judson so much that they are connecting with their teachers that are still there, and they are reaching out to say, this is the great things that I'm doing, and I'd like to support your school. So it is not uncommon for you to see our school board member there or a city council representative. We also have several local businesses where parents have our alumni. I love the fact that our school secretary currently as an alumni member and she has three nieces and a nephew that go to our school. Oh. Yes, we have um, several teachers. We have two teachers that went to Judson, graduated from college and came on back to teach at our school. So we have people that just love it so much that they want to come back, that they want to support, that they want to donate, that they want to give their time and of their resources. And the great part about it is it's not just people in Shreveport Bossier. We have Miss um, Alford, who actually lives in Houston, started a nonprofit, came back to Judson and has been incentivizing students all year. So it has been phenomenal just because people love being a warrior and once a warrior, always a warrior. Yeah. So I'm curious about you, this Miss Alford and what, what what is she doing to incentivize and encourage students? I love that. The first thing she did was we had a Hallow Read celebration. We had a school goal to read a large number of books and once we did that, if we met our goal, then we were able to dress up as those characters and have pizza at school. Well, sure enough, 
we met our goal. We actually exceeded our goal. So Miss Alfred came, she celebrated with us. We had a huge book parade where everybody was dressed as their characters mm -hmm. and she was able to purchase pizza for everybody. And we were able to honor those top readers through this program with her. Well, that's you, great. That is great. Uh, l let me go back and just talk about, ask you about the magnet component again. You know, it's controversial. I mean, mag the original magnet idea was a controversial idea in, in Shreveport. And over the years, I think a lot of people have cooled to the idea and embraced the idea of choice in magnet school. And Caddo Parish may be one of the most significant choice districts of any of the districts you know in Louisiana or around uh, because they've reached out to the idea that that there could be school choice and it could be magnet schools what's different about magnet schools why why do you think that's a good idea Magnet schools are amazing because you have the ability to choose a school that aligns with your values and the things that you hold true for your own child for instance, there are magnet schools for performing arts, there's magnet schools for science and technology, there are magnet schools for simply for academic excellence. So having the ability to recognize the gift that your child has and what they like to do with their interest and be able to choose a school that will promote and foster that can only be positive and benefit the community in all ways. And the great thing about magnet schools is even if your child doesn't go to school in the neighborhood community, the things that they learn the information they get, the resources and the experiences they have when they go back to their neighborhood in the afternoons, they're playing with those children and they're able to share. Their parents are talking to the neighborhood families so that everybody can benefit from it and it's not just a single situation where one family is getting something that another one is not, but that we all grow because of the relationships that we build. Absolutely. And I would think too a lot of the magnet children need that extra push, that extra stimulation, that extra little bit of rigor to stay engaged. Absolutely, absolutely. We see all the time where boys and girls come from neighborhood schools and they get to our campus and they're just so excited because they have extra materials to read. They have projects that they're completing. They're going the extra mile to prove who they really are as a learner and to be challenged. Yeah, and they're they're looking to promote their talent and their potential, and and their and their parents are doing the same. They're recognizing this talent and potential and saying, "Well, what's the best way to get me there?" Absolutely. Uh, and it doesn't have to be square squares and circles and uh, mixing, but it is you know an opportunity to find a way to get there. And uh, how nice it is to have a Judson uh, Elementary School which has served that purpose for a long time. And I think now it's coming about to be serving the purpose of providing the leadership that Absolutely. we need as a community uh, and bringing those entrepreneurs and those uh, talented individuals in their various places to service back to Shreveport and Bossier and, and, and have their kids to be able to, to be part of that. What, go ahead. No, I was gonna say one question I have for you is, We've heard a lot about middle and high school kids and the mental health challenges they had before COVID, which were, of course, exacerbated by COVID. The anxiety, the depression. Is that limited to the middle and high school, or are you even seeing some of that on the elementary 
level and is that a, something that a, a new something that you're having to deal with that's a really good question my previous experience because i was an assistant principal in a magnet uh, middle magnet i saw so many people with anxiety attacks so many people with nervousness just just horrible things that you would never think students go through Thankfully, we are not seeing so much in elementary school. Most of the pressure that students have is because they put it on themselves and they're pushing themselves forward. So we are not seeing breakdowns, we are not seeing anxiety, we are not seeing those things, but we also are a smaller, tight-knit, closer family type atmosphere and we are all about building students up based on where they are and when you have that love, when you have that empathy, and when you have someone that can really look into your soul and say, you're gonna be fine you've got this, then you don't have those things. So I'm so thankful that our population is capped so that we can stay personal with our students, stay personal with our families. Yeah, when I think about elementary school, that's just the golden age. That's when the kids <laughs> are so sweet and cute. Oh and, yeah. And it just seems like- They love you. Know, you. They're, and they're just, they're, <laughs> they they're, they're just not as complicated. And, uh, uh, it's just a, it's a sweet age. It is amazing. We had kindergarten graduation yesterday and I was so emotional the entire <laughs> time. I, I was giving my speech and just had like tears come, but the joy of it comes because, or even the emotion comes because they're so full of potential and they're so pure. They still have an incredible love of learning and they don't live within the boundaries that we live within. And so for that, for even to be a part of that experience, just, it makes me a little emotional now thinking about it because like you said, it is the best time to be in school. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, I think what you said about the family atmosphere has something to do with it too. You know, if it's a smaller environment, if they don't feel, you know, maybe that's in elementary school, if it's a family-like environment, if it's not a pressure cooker, you know, then maybe the response is better and, and, and you've got a situation where you've been able to overcome, you know, the difficulties that, uh, uh, that were out there uh, through the time. Yeah, I was gonna say too, I would imagine that you also um, have more parent engagement because since a magnet school is something that a parent has to say, I would like for my child to have this opportunity and they go through and they research the process and they go through the process of testing, that that is a, um, a, a hands-on, a, a very hands-on parent um, and has the, the bandwidth to be that. So do you, do you feel ex especially blessed and lucky that you have kids who have parents that are probably buzzing around all the time, offering to help and do this and do that. Absolutely, absolutely. We have parents that come stuff folders weekly. We have parents that support with our cheerleaders. We have parents that volunteer as coaches for the YMCA sports programs that we have available. We even have parents that just love to go on field trips. They wanna go, they wanna support the teacher. So it is incredible, but it also brings so much pride it brings pride to know that our families love our school so much. They want to bring everything positive, possible, positive to that, and they are willing to share that with the community. So it is a huge blessing, and I feel honored that it's a part of my destiny to be here. Yeah, it is. Uh, let me give you some uh, chance to just, you know, because you are recruiting. You are you're looking for, I'm sure, students. This I is am. how magnet schools work. <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, so I'll give you a chance here to say why 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 should I look at 
Judson School uh, for my child. Excellent. Judson Magnet has the finest teachers with the biggest hearts. People that know what it takes. Because here's the thing, anybody can read a manual, anybody can read some instructions, but I challenge my teachers daily. If you cannot explain something in three different ways, you are not prepared. So we have teachers that are prepared to be able to explain, to break it down to the micro level. The other thing is, we have strategically placed time in our school day so that any student that is behind possibly in math or needs some additional support in ELA, that we have the time in our schedule to be able to have small groups to meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. Of course, people love the extracurricular activities, so we do have STEM clubs. We do have book buddies where fifth graders are paired with kindergartners to build relationships and to help them practice their reading skills. We have cheerleaders. We have basketball teams and baseball teams. We also have a, a group called Battle of the Books where these boys and girls read all of the young Louisiana choice reader of mm -hmm. books and they're able to go and compete in a quiz bowl type situation at the district level to be considered the best in the land. So we literally <laughs> have something for everyone. If your child is not athletic, that's okay. If your child is visual arts or theater, uh, talented in theater, we have all of those um, options available so that they can show what they can do at art break, so that they can compete in district honor band and honor choir and participate in our strings program. Just tons and tons of opportunities. But the most important thing is we will know you and you will know us and we will most importantly know your child. And we will do whatever we can to support you and them because we are looking for academic success to go out into the world. Absolutely. And you know, we talked, we talked from time to time with various folks about screen time. We've talked about social media that may impact even your fourth and fifth graders nowadays. I'm not sure, but where the cutoff is. It's, they're not supposed to be on social media oh, until okay. 13, okay. Right? right? But unfortunately, I think some of them hop on a little bit earlier. That oh. is true. Yeah, okay, so, uh, but, so He's you probably still. not on at all, so he doesn't Yeah, know. he doesn't know. <laughs> I'm not on social media, so I don't know what's going on on social media, but I do want to ask the question about screen time, because I, I see my grandkids, and they're doing way too much screen time, you know, as far as I'm concerned. You know, what, what do y'all do to overcome that, to, to, to compete against the screen? Yes, that's a huge, huge deal, because, Previously, before COVID, we had screens, but it was limited. And then we had to go into a season where we use screens to do all of our learning. And so now we're at a place where boys and girls are used to them. Boys and girls like them. But what we do is we strategically talk to our parents about the importance of connecting with a book, mm -hmm. connecting in conversation. But we also build those experiences to engage the students so that they have only structured time for the screen time. Now, a part of all conversations, because if you don't have a great school culture, even if you have the best academics, you have nothing. So a part of our school culture is teaching children how to communicate with one another and giving them time to practice that. We teach them what to do when you become upset and you don't like what someone said. But we also talk about the importance of looking at things that are true, looking at things that are noble, and looking at things that will uplift you and not tear you down. Because the reality is, children just don't understand that not everything on the internet is true. Not <laughs> everything on social media is accurate. And so many times, feelings can be hurt. Um, mis 
appropriate ideas are, are set out there from this. And so always we remind our parents, you have the right to say no, no TV time tonight, no iPad tonight. And even if it's after Christmas and they just got their brand new iPhone, yeah. that you can say, this is for the weekends. This is for one hour in the evenings. So we helped to teach and educate parents as well as students about the dangers of social media. And then, you know, notice in your bio that you, you know, you are an expert in technology and in education and you have been a teacher of teachers. Okay. Yes. So what do you tell you that as a teacher? And, and we've seen kind of during the period of time uh, of, the, of the pandemic, some of the pluses, but some of the minuses, you know, of where we are in technology and education. What, what do you say to those about, you know, from your expert viewpoint about technology and education, where we're at, where we're going, where it's helpful, where it's not? That's a great question. My first thing that I tell anybody is nothing, no piece of technology, no matter how amazing it is, will ever substitute for a quality teacher, period, at all. There are things that a device can teach your child or allow them to review, but nothing substitutes an incredible teacher. So that's number one. And number two, technology, uh, technology is just a tool. It is something you use to enhance your instruction. It is not what instructs your child. It is not what guides the learning. It is truly the professional that does that. So I love to talk to teachers about the bells and the whistles and the things that they can use because there are timers. There are amazing websites. There are simulations where students can practice events. But the most important thing is for them to realize that you are the professional and no one not any piece of ai can out teach you including chat gpt and i bet you don't know what that is i do, do. <laughs> i've read about Absolutely. that i'm not used to it but i've read about it sounds like something that would be good to use it, it, it can be helpful but you know but technology is not always right and that's not. that's one of the things people are learning about artificial intelligence it's not always intelligent yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right it needs to be edited too it needs to be edited absolutely too. Just, just like the rest of us mm -hmm. i see well listen i this has been a, a great uh, discussion thank you so much for being here talking a little bit about uh, choice school and about uh, judson and its impact on our community I usually I lead with a couple of questions, and um, I ask everybody these questions, uh, and it's invoked very interesting responses. But I, I'm going to ask you the same questions. The first is, uh, what do you love about Shreveport Bossier, and you know why are you still here? What what motivates you to stay here in Shreveport Bossier? Shreveport Bossier is an amazing place because of the people. It is not uncommon for you to go to a basketball game and your pediatrician is there or your pastor is there. And these are people that you build relationships with. The people here are incredible. And the thing I love most about it is there are people that have been here their entire lives. There are people that have moved here and they all find a way to harmoniously come together and to share the same values of community, of people, of spirit, so that we can all move forward. So it's it's a great place because of the people that are here. Yeah. And I definitely stayed because I'm rooted here now. I have children who are in this community that 
my oldest son who's graduated from high school but can still reach out to his lacrosse coach and have some mentoring advice. Um, my youngest son is still in a Caddo Parish school here, thriving and doing well. So this is home. And this is home because we have a great church, we have a great school, we have great neighbors. It's a great place. Yeah. So those are the things you say are things that we should be talking about out to try to, to talk to our children, let them know how, you know, what the positives are of Shreveport Bossier. Absolutely, because there's a lot of great things happening here. And the great thing about it is it's not just a one-size-fits-all. For instance, if you're into theater, there's a bustling population. If you're into music, there's huge opportunities here. If you're into athletics, if you're into spirituality, whatever Food. you are. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, Louisiana's food, there's just, you can't touch it. Yes. Yeah. It's by far the best. And the spirit of volunteerism. Yeah. It's amazing how many people, how many organizations are available and are volunteering. So you can get active in whatever it may be that you're interested in. I have two sons-in-laws and two daughters that are in Texas, and they comment on the fact that uh, the difference between Shreveport and Dallas and San Antonio as far as the very things that you're talking about. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a positive thing that we have to sell to the rest of the nation, and we should do so. There's nothing wrong with Shreveport Bossier. So what, uh, I also ask about wor any words of wisdom uh, that you would like to share with either uh, community, parents, students, whatever you want to share as far as words of wisdom. My words of wisdom are, believe in our public schools. Trust us. We are well read. We are studied. We are evolving every single day. And truly, we are here to serve your students. Because when we serve your students, then our community is at its best. And they will continue the legacy of that. So please, believe in your local school go to it, visit, ask for a tour, volunteer, donate, because that is the lifeline of our community. Well, listen, we've learned a lot, and uh, I've learned a lot, and there's certainly something to be said over there in Queensboro and the area of Juwella and Lakeshore uh, that's been going on for a long time. That's right. Uh, and that uh, I think maybe after this, more people will know more about. So thank you so much for spreading the news. Yes. You're most welcome. Thank, thank you both. You. And thank you to all of you for joining us today for Education Checkup. You can watch this podcast on kbs.com or you can listen anywhere that you listen to your other favorite podcasts. Have a good day and be sure to join us next time for Education Checkup.